Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Can everybody see that okay? Okay, good. So today I'm going to talk about uh, couples, obviously, because we have a very nice couple here with us. Cognitive distortions and reality therapy, and I'll let you guys know what those things are. So cognitive therapy, one of the main tenets of cognitive therapy, which is the most widely used therapy and most effective therapy in the United States and really the world, one of the main tenets is don't believe everything you think. And that seems very simple, but people overlook this all the time. People have weird thoughts and think weird things all the time, and they t- have a tendency to believe it is true when it in fact is most of the stuff we think is just stupid. And so we shouldn't invest so much time and energy into these thoughts. And one of the examples I always give is if you're walking along the crest and you look over the edge of the mountain and you think, gosh, I wonder what it would be like to fall off there. That's just a weird thought, doesn't mean anything. But some people will invest a lot into that thought and we'll think, well, what's wrong with me? Do I want to jump? You know, all these kind of things. So don't believe what you think. When it comes to couples, one of the problems that undoes a lot of couples is these expectations that we have of each other. So when you're in a a marriage, you expect your wife or spouse, your husband, to be your lover, your best friend, your confidant, your provider, your protector, your caretaker, your entertainer, your listener, your whole support team. And it's just, and the list actually keeps going for a lot of couples. And a lot of people have that fantasy or those expectations. You know, fantasy is one thing, but expectations can be damaging. So give people a break. Every, you're a person, they're a person. They might be good at one thing and not so great at another. And that's just how life is. So here's the reality. This is one of my favorite old cartoons. It's from the New Yorker. It's an old couple sitting around. And the, um, the man says to the woman, gays and lesbians getting married? Haven't they suffered enough? Okay. And then this one is actually a quote from, I think, Winston Churchill. But it says, if you were my husband, I'd poison your coffee. If you were my wife, I'd drink it. Okay. Belief of always being right is a cognitive distortion. People always have a tendency to think their point of view is not only correct, but pretty much always correct. And, it, it, and it's not just a, an opinion, it's a fact. Um, here's a quote too. It says, we are so good together with you always being wrong and me always being right. Perfect couple. So people have this tendency. One, you have a thought. Two, you believe it. And then three, you think it's right. So this person did something wrong and it's because they're bad. Another problem people get into is emotional reasoning, and that can be really summed up with this one, it's a big topic, but this one sentence. If I'm mad, then you must be wrong. So you did something, and now I'm angry, that means you're bad, and you did something wrong, and it doesn't mean that I'm having an emotional reaction for one of millions of reasons, and you just triggered something in me, and now I should take responsibility for my emotions, and then 
maybe think rationally about what part you help trigger them. People don't do that. So, but they're much more likely to, to use, and there's a reason that we use emotional shortcuts because often they're right and they're a lot quicker than to try to think out everything. But if you're constantly making all your decisions based on emotional reasoning, you're gonna be in trouble. So this is a personal story a lot of people have heard me tell, but not too long ago, my wife asked me, hey, could you take out the trash? <laughs> my first thought was, why should I take it out? You produce more trash than me. You have more stuff and more crap. And fortunately, I had enough of this training or wherewithal to think that's a stupid thought. And then I just took out the trash and taking out the trash is really, if you think about it, it's not such a burden. You know, you walk outside, you get a little stroll, other than maybe a little bad smell, it's, there's nothing inherently bad about it. So I repressed that thought instead of believing it and had a much better outcome. Another is the fallacy of change, and we'll try to wrap that into another one. But the belief that other people can change, and that's also wrapped, and I mean, I believe people can change, but the belief that people can and should change in ways that you want them to, that's when it starts to become a fallacy. And then it mixes in with another fallacy. These are cognitive biases that are baked into our brains, is a fallacy of control. And we'll talk about how those um, intertwine. So the fallacy of change with the fallacy of control means I can control the situation and then you'll change. And those are both sort of delusional thinking and certainly counterproductive. So black and white thinking is another very classical cognitive distortion. Um, your, the, your spouse is all wrong, or they're all perfect, or, oh, aren't you the most wonderful, and then a week later, you're the biggest shithead in the world. Okay, fallacy of fairness. So this is an interesting one. We all have this inbred need for fairness and a belief that things should be fair and life should be fair. So if I take out the trash this morning, while I'm doing that, you should be cleaning the counter. And if I am walking the dog, for those 20 minutes, you should be doing something else. Everything has to be matched. There's a bunch of problems with that. One is life just isn't fair. And to try to account for everything is so counterproductive and keeping score is so counterproductive. Um, and people, the studies show that when you keep score, everybody scores better for themselves. So if you have two people working on a project, each one is gonna say, I did about 60% of the work. And that's just how human beings think. Um, and it's sort of across the board phenomena. So if you're keeping score, something's going wrong. Life isn't fair and you're not good at keeping track of what fair is anyway. Okay. Fallacy of control. So that's the belief that we can control other people and control situations. We all have that to a certain degree. Um, you, it's a fundamental tenet of um, reality therapy, meaning you have to give up this fallacy of control and take responsibility. That's basically reality therapy in a nutshell. So instead of saying it's his fault, it's her fault, it's their fault, it's not me, these are counterproductive things to your own well-being. So basically in life, reality therapy says deal with the reality as it is and take it accountability for what you can actually do. Changing other people is not something you can do. Being kind to people, you being a role model, these are things you, you can do. Um, but making them change their behavior is not something you can just do. I mean, uh, short of arresting them. 
um, reality therapy. So this is another just nice shortcut for understanding reality therapy. People tend to think of relationships as a 50-50. I give 50%, you give 50%, and everything works out well. But really, the relationship should be, once you make the decision, I want to be in this relationship. If you don't want to be in it or you're really ambivalent, that's the problem. But once you make the decision, or even if you're ambivalent, make a decision to stay in it wholeheartedly for at least a few months or six months. Once you make that fundamental decision to stay in the relationship, every decision you make should be based on how to make the relationship work and make it a good relationship. So I'm not waiting for the other person to do their 50%. I'm doing my 100% and that's just what I'm gonna do. And if they chip in, great. So those having those expectations of other people to change or be fair or do everything right is just not realistic. Um, so it's a good way just to view things and it actually can change the way people view these kind of things. This was just an interesting thing I found with same-sex couples, because I had that joke earlier. Actually, same-sex couples, a lot of uh, studies show that they have better outcomes in terms of uh, not getting divorced. <laughs> it's okay. Um, and so one explanation for this lower divorce rate is the division of household chores is more equitable. And not only is it more equitable, it's based on preferences. Like, hey, why don't you do this part and I'll do that part and, you know, this day I'll go out here. And it's just understood there's no gender roles screwing everything up. Both personally, like, hey, I'm the man, I should be out there working. Or, you know, you're the woman or this or that. It, so it's both projection and inter internalization of these roles. So try not to get too distracted by the roles and try to choose chores based on as much as you can preference. If someone likes to wash the dishes, let them wash the dishes. Because uh, I've also heard people say, well, I do the dishes and you do this. And then they'll say, well, you like doing the dishes. <laughs> that shouldn't figure into the, the equation either. Okay, conclusion. Don't believe everything you think. Distorting thinking gets in everybody's way. Uh, be aware of the distorted thinking. And the, the more you're aware of your patterns of thinking and belief, the better you can work yourself and a relationship. And then give up control. Just do the right thing without expectation of people changing. And that's it. A lot of very good tips that are extremely difficult to do, but doable. Okay, that is all. Awesome. Thank you, Nils. You're very welcome. So With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.